Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Gary Burleson, and I'm filling in for Tom Too Tall Cunningham, the world's best-known Napoleon Hill certified instructor and resiliency expert. Also, the creator of the Journey to Success book series and the Journey to Success radio. Today, I'm pleased to welcome back Jeffrey Feldberg, a number one, and I might add a two-time number one best-selling author, entrepreneur, and thought leader who cheers on fellow entrepreneurs whose desire it is to change society for the better. You can read about Jeffrey's journey to success in his recently released and number one best-selling book, Positive Mental Attitude. Inspiring stories from real people who applied Napoleon Hill's most important success principle. With over two decades of real-life experience, Jeffrey's view is different and intriguing. Most important, Jeffrey has real life and in-the-trenches experience of building an eight-figure business. The motto your success, my obsession, is the driving force for Jeffrey to help entrepreneurs change the world. As a best-selling author and blogger, Jeffrey shares principles that get results. Jeffrey blends his in-the-trenches business stories with his storytelling ability. And through his coaching, Jeffrey brings out the best in you with his candid yet caring manner. Welcome, Jeffrey, and congratulations on your new number one international best-selling book on Amazon. Hey, Gary. Thank you. So happy to be here and right back at you for, from one number one best-selling author to another. Congratulations. How, how does you. it feel? How, how do you feel about it? Thank you. It's kind of surreal. I am, I'm loving it, actually. My wife's a best-selling author, so now we're in the same elite club, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, amazing. You're keeping it all in the family, which makes it even better. So yeah, congratulations yeah. with that. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, tell me a little bit about uh, this book, Positive Mental Attitude. I, uh, I was reading your chapter, uh, which is chapter three in the book. And uh, so go ahead. Tell us what you wrote about. 
Well, it's it, it uh, really is interesting. The, uh, the the book and and the chapter really hit uh, close to home for me because when when I first started in in business, I I really had nothing going for me, and and I like to say I shouldn't have even started. I I should have failed before I began. I I was straight out of school, uh, had absolutely no money. I had no experience, had no team. All I had was an idea. I had this idea. I wanted to to solve a problem, had a, a burning passion to solve that problem. And so began a, a journey. It would become a lifelong journey for me, being an entrepreneur. I didn't realize it at the time. And it was looking back at it, it was having that passion and that positive mental attitude that helped me get through the early days. And Truth be told, in the early days, particularly the first three years, four years, they were so difficult. I, I actually blacked a lot of it out. Don't remember much of it. It was uh, frustrating, painful. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong mm, mm. to my my family, to my friends, to those around me. They thought I was nuts. They they thought I should go and get that job and quit and and just be like everyone else. I didn't realize it though. It was that failure, the so-called failure. I mean, nothing's really a failure uh, unless you don't learn from it. But it was that failure, those tough times that really was preparing me for the success that was waiting ahead. And I see it now, obviously I didn't see it back then, but I would not have been able to do it unless I had that positive mental attitude. And so I've always remembered that. And that's where my blog started, the book started. Everything really was from there. It was during my darkest uh, most challenging, most difficult times that I said to myself, if you ever do something of significance, if you ever realize and achieve success, promise yourself that you'll take what you've learned and you'll bring it to other entrepreneurs so that they don't have to go through what you went through. Let you do the heavy lifting for them so that they can get to their destination that much quicker. And that's really what uh, what I'm all about. And that's why your success, uh, your success, my obsession that really is is top of mind in, in everything that, that I do. As I put everything out there, I, I hold nothing back and share all of my experiences. You said an interesting thing there when you started to talking. You said when you first got started, you shouldn't have succeeded. And I think a lot of young people, when they're starting out, they have a lot of doubts, a lot of fears. They may be getting criticism from their peers, their family, their friends. And it's those positive affirmations, that positive mental attitude that gets us through that. And it sounds like that's what you were, uh, what was uh, your case. It uh, it absolutely was. And when you're listening to this and you're hearing Gehring and I uh, talk and maybe you're out there for the first time yourself and you're... Hey, I don't have any experience either. You know what went on? What what did you do? What what I'll tell you from from my experience, and and to this day I still keep it with me, and I remind myself uh, of it, is a few things. The first thing what what I found was when I had a positive mental attitude. Firstly, I, I my saying is the experts are wrong, uh, more times than not. Firstly, uh, uh, conventional wisdom isn't so wise, and it's usually not correct, and and usually the experts aren't uh, aren't right most of the time either. And so I, I would remind myself, okay, I have, I, I can see it, I can feel it. Perhaps it hasn't manifested itself yet. Uh, perhaps I'm not seeing it yet, but I know inside where I'm going, what I want to be doing, and and what it's all about. And and my positive mental attitude, the PMA, got me through that. So it was having that belief in myself 
the attitude of where there's a will, there's a way. And, you know, around, over, under, through, I'm just going to do whatever it takes to get the job done. And lastly, combining that with tomorrow's a new day. Okay, yes, yesterday was a tough day, but today is a brand new day full of opportunity. Let yes. me make the most of it. Yes. And that's really what got me going. That was my currency. The positive mental attitude was my currency. Uh, of course, standing on the, the shoulders of giants, as I like to say, yeah. whether it be Napoleon Hill or W. Clement Stone or even more modern day. Uh, I, I mean, wh whoever was successful, I read about them or I met them or I would speak with them. And that allowed me just to help take the next steps forward and and fail if you will fail with some courage and, and some confidence so I, I could then live another day to see the success that was waiting awesome you know i find in my life and and with talking to other people that one of the biggest causes of failure is lack of focus and we get pulled 359 different directions every day and that one degree that we need to stay focused on it, which is our purpose, which is our mission. But we obviously have to attend to other responsibilities that we have that take us from our, you know, putting the blinders off to focusing on other things. How were you able when you were starting out or even to this day, how do you refocus when you have been distracted from by one, one way or another? Gary, I still struggle with that even today. Even though I built an eight-figure company, uh, I struggle with that. Uh, and when I started, I knew nothing about that. So I, I was saying yes to everything. And I, I eventually learned, uh, thank goodness, shortly into it, that if you really want to be successful, begin saying no to almost everything. But what really got me on track is Napoleon Hill and his definiteness of purpose. Yeah. Because I hear all the time, Jeffrey, how do I know what I should be saying no to? I get all these requests and I feel guilty and, and I feel like I'm a, a mean person if I say no and maybe I should be saying no. And social programming tells me that I really should be uh, saying yes. Yeah, so what, what do I do? And so what helped me was I figured out my definiteness of purpose and I asked myself one very simple question. And over time, it just became a habit. And, and the question was, if I say yes, or if I say no to whatever is being asked of me, will it bring me closer to achieving my definiteness of purpose? Now, if you're wondering what a, a definiteness of purpose is, some people call it a big, hairy, audacious goal, a BHAG, yeah. or the one thing, or you know what, whatever it is yeah. uh, that, that you want to call it, it, it all gets to the same good place. And that's really knowing what you're doing. It's really your North Star. And so I would ask, okay, will this make my definiteness of purpose happen uh, sooner or later or not at all? And if it didn't bring me to my definiteness of purpose quicker, I, I would just say no. And I'm someone who I like to help people. I really want to be the uh, the person who's helping other people get to, to where they want to go. So saying no was really, really challenging for me in the beginning. But what I soon learned was I may be saying no to one person because it allows me to help so many other people by doing what I'm supposed to be doing and getting to where I'm supposed to be getting, that to me, that was the justification for doing it. And, and once I learned that, success started to become uh, second nature and it came very quickly because it, it's like anything else, momentum. When you start doing the right things, momentum, which can be very hard to build and you can lose it in a second, 
But when you have momentum and you keep on moving forward, that's when wonderful things start happening. And But, that, but to, to keep that momentum, it's knowing when to say no, which is really most of the time, and yeah. when to say yes. Good point. You know, Napoleon says in his book, Think and Grow Rich, that most people don't really discover their definite major purpose until they're in their 40s or 50s, which was my case. Sounds to me like you are young, which is which is awesome. And that's why I like to work with young people, to give them the awareness that their dreams, whatever they may be, and hopefully their big, audacious goals and dreams, right, that they, they are attainable and achievable. And I know from listening to a previous podcast you did with Tom, you said that your father gave you Think and Grow Rich when you were young. And that made a lot of difference in your life. And that is that right? It, it sure is. And, and talk about a gift that keeps on giving even to this day. Think and Grow Rich and Napoleon Hill and the success principles in all of his work is something that really got me off of the path of failure into success. You know, I, I don't care if you're nine or 109. I believe that every single one of us, we're all put on this planet to do something wonderful, but there's a catch. And, and that catch is it's up to us to figure out what we're really good at, what our purpose is. But when you find that, and unfortunately not too many people uh, are able to find it, but when you do find it, it's our responsibility to do whatever we have to do to bring that to the world because amazing things will happen. And each of us has so many uh, talents and, and gifts and when we can channel that, I mean, as, as entrepreneurs, that's really what makes the world go round. When you look around you, the favorite thing that you like to use, whether it be a product or service, that came from solving some kind of problem. Mm -hmm. And look at the difference it made in your life. You have the opportunity to do the same. And it's when we help so many people uh, solve their problem, take their pain away, and we help them first, then we're able to take that and help ourselves. And if we do it in that order, it's a wonderful way to just go through life and, and enjoy things. One of my most favorite quotes, and I don't know if you know this one or not, it was by a gentleman by the name of Steve Bowe, and he was a past president of the IBM Corporation, and he said this, and I teach this to the guys in my classes every semester, and it goes like this, God's gift to you is more talent and ability than you could ever use during your entire lifetime. Your gift to God is to develop as much of that talent and ability as you can during your lifetime. So that gets back to what you were just saying, uh, realizing what it is that you want and then working toward that goal and to achieve it. Figuring oh, out what that, your definite major purpose is. So, so true. And those are, are truly wise words. Social media is both a, a blessing and and a curse on, on on the one hand and on the other hand on on the one hand it allows us to have a platform where we can reach out to other people really make a difference and and help them on the other hand it can be intimidating you look around and you see everyone else and and everyone looks happy and successful and doing all these incredible things that you start to doubt yourself and wonder mm -hmm. Can, can I do that? Should I be there? Why aren't I doing that? 
And it's only when when you realize, and and again, uh, whether you're just starting out or you've already attained success and you want to take it to the next level, just know that everything that you need, you have within you right now. You don't need to look any further. Just look Mm -hmm. within. It's all there. And, And Gary, it's exactly like you said. It's our responsibility to develop that so that we can take that to the world and make a difference. Yes. And we can make such huge differences. And, 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 and a lot of times it's just a byproduct of just getting out there and, and working and serving. I find that uh, serving. And there's so many serendipitous side effects and blessings from just serving and helping other people uh, solving their problems. So that leads me to this question. Who is your client and what problem do you solve for them? It's a great question. And... Uh, it's something that I ask myself every day of how can I be of the most beneficial service to the entrepreneurs that are out there? And what I find, I, I find I'm really across a spectrum of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. There's entrepreneurs who are just getting going. Perhaps they just quit their job and they're starting something on their own. They're all excited, but they don't know where to begin or what to do. And, and I can certainly relate to that because I had just finished uh, my education when I jumped right in there, both feet for better or for worse, and started doing my thing. Then there's entrepreneurs who already have success, and some of them a great deal of success, but they want to take it to the next level and and be even more successful. And again, that takes me back to my experiences of of when I started and slowly worked up from five figures to six figures to seven figures and to eight figures and, and beyond. And that's really where I can make a difference. But here's the most amazing thing about all of that, regardless of whether you're just starting or you're already well entrenched, it's the same skill set. It's the same principles and success and the principles behind success. They're really timeless. It's just how you apply them, how you look to them, what you do with them that makes a difference. And and that's where a lot of people don't want to hear this and, and it's painful and, and believe me, uh, I still fail to this day. I, I fail every day at things. But failure is your best friend mm-hmm. because failure prepares all of us for the success that we're not yet ready for. When I look back to when I first began and I then look forward to when the success happened, the truth is, and, and as painful as, as it was back then, and, and even now when, when I look at it, I wasn't ready. Sure, I, I had these grandiose dreams, and I, that's what I wanted, and that's where I wanted to be, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready as a person. I wasn't ready as a leader. I wasn't ready as an entrepreneur until I went through those challenging times, and that's what got me ready to be able to be there, to be present and experience to handle the challenging and, and difficult times. I'd like to read to you the, my most two favorite paragraphs in the whole book of Think and Grow Rich. And it goes right along with exactly what you just said. Uh, it's in the chapter on desire. And it says, you may have been disappointed. You may have suffered setbacks and defeat during hard economic times. You may have felt the great heart within you crushed until it bled. Take courage, for these experiences have tempered the spiritual metal of which you are made. They are assets of incomparable value. 
Remember, too, that all who succeed in life get off to a bad start and pass through many heartbreaking struggles before they arrive. The turning point in the lives of those who succeed usually comes at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their other selves. I love those two paragraphs. They are beautiful <laughs> words, beautiful words. And and it, it is so true. One, one thing I ask uh, people to do when, when this conversation comes up, this topic comes up, I ask them this. I want you for just a moment to think of your your favorite entrepreneur, whether they're a billionaire, a millionaire, or just a, a successful person, whoever that may be, I guarantee you that before they were successful, they they had challenges like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. But it was those challenges that made them that much better. And even look to today, whatever your favorite services or your product is, I guarantee you the founder who brought that to market before they did that had many, many failures that eventually led to where they are right now. And it's something that I I think, listen, failure can be very humbling, but it's a necessary part of the, the journey. So Jeffrey, let me ask you this. Which one of the 17 principles is your favorite and why? Oh, that that is a, a tough, tough question. It it's like it is it's like asking a parent uh, which one of your children are, are your favorite children. Oh, no. uh, you know, because they they all of the principles really uh, one leads in, into the other, and and in their own way, they're they're all really important. I mean, Napoleon Hill and W. Clement Stone would have this argument of is a positive mental attitude should that be first or or not. And, you know, so so really for me, it's it's almost like asking the question, uh, you know, you're, you're going to the gym and you want to get fit and, and you you hire a trainer who's going to help you. And you ask the trainer, hey, what's the best exercise that, that I should do to, to get me to my goal? And, and the trainer says, well, the best exercise is the one that you're going to do. So yeah. I have the 17 <laughs> principles, uh, you know, start with the ones that resonate with you the most. Start there, start with your strengths and then work your way all the way through. And and if it happens to be that number 17 is your number one, mm-hmm. terrific. Start with number 17 and, and work your way through until you get through all of them. They will all take you to the right place. And, and as a system, it's really unbeatable. I, I mean, today we are so privileged. We, we really are. We live in a, in, a, in a time where information is accessible to us and so many wonderful people before us have done the heavy lifting to, uh, you, you know, I don't want to take away from success because success takes time. It's mm. challenging, it's difficult. But when you can walk in the footsteps of those who have gone before us and have done it and they've illuminated the way for us, it makes it that much quicker and easier for us. And, and we're really, truly blessed to have that in front of us. I noticed. Let, let me ask, Go ahead. How, how about you? I'm going to, I'm going to turn your question right back at you. Uh, what's your favorite? I would have yeah. to say that persistence. I am maybe persistent or stubborn. Maybe it's just stubbornness okay. to a fault. <laughs> and I know my mother is definitely stubborn to a fault. So I may have gotten that from her, but this journey that I've been on for the last 10 years to remake myself mm-hmm. has, definitely had its ups and downs. It's had its hard times. It's been a very hard struggle and mostly because I 
I've done it all by myself, but I had such a burning, burning desire to change my, to remake myself, to change my career, to earn my income from another field that I was persistence. I, I even wrote a workbook called Persistence, and it's a 64-page workbook, which I, I do in seminars. That is my, I have to say, that has to be my favorite principle. And it's such a, a great principle. You can be the smartest person in the world or the most gifted or talented person around, but if you're not there day in, day out, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, I both can relate to that and, and uh, agree that uh, persistence is just huge for uh, helping to lay the foundation of success. Yes, and of course that desire. If your desire is just a little bit, you'll persist a little bit and maybe say, you know what, I gave it, I gave it my best effort and I'm going to do something else. When in actuality, that's, that's the paradigm that you may be living in and it'll be the same way with the next a dream, if you will, and uh, you have to make a decision, like Napoleon talks about, and and uh, make them quickly based on accurate thinking, right? Facts and not hearsay or opinions, and and stick with it because, like you said, there will be there will be setbacks, there will be failures, and there will be roadblocks, and and that's that's another interesting thing to talk about, which we may in a few minutes, but, um, um, yeah, so now I lost my train of thought. So I guess we'll go into roadblocks. <laughs> well, let's go into roadblocks, but before we, we go there, the, the one thing I'll, I'll, uh, that you, you said that just, uh, uh, had a few things, um, uh, pop up is in with persistence and your desire it it really is passion. Passion is for me. It's like the oil that lubricates an engine. If you can direct your passion to be passionate about solving a problem that affects so many people, and it's not only affecting so many people, but it's a painful problem that those people will actually pay somebody to take that pain away and yeah. solve their problem. When you combine all of those things. In my experience, that's the beginning of a, a long and wonderful success journey that can take you to whatever heights you want to be taken to. Yes, yes. And that's what I was about to say is if your desire is white hot, like Napoleon talks about, you will get through. You will persist. You will figure a way around uh, whatever's blocking you. And a lot of times it's our own internal paradigms we were talking about, our beliefs, our own, our, you know, it's right between the, the ears is, is what is the major roadblock that a lot of us have to Absolutely. Overcome. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to poke a little bit of fun at my own expense. Uh, so here I, I shared with you, I, when I first went into business, I was right out of school, no money, no experience, no team, but over time. I was able to uh, create a highly profitable eight-figure business. I did that, sold the company, took a little bit of time off uh, because I was, quote-unquote, uh, an overnight success. It was 13 years in the making. Right. Uh, so I, after I had a little bit of r and &R, if I'm honest about it, you know, I had an ego. I thought, oh, you know, well, first time out, if I did this, I could do this with anything. I didn't have the passion. 
I didn't have the desire. It was greed, it was ego, it was all the wrong things when I started the second company. And I started the second company with the same business partner that I did the first company with. So now on paper, let's compare the two. Okay, so the first company uh, had nothing going for it. Second company, well, you now have a successful track record. You now have, you not only have a team, but you have a team that's experienced that success and you have the money to put into the business. On paper, it's a slam dunk. It should be a huge success. The second company ended up being a seven-figure uh, company, but seven figures of losses. Mm-hmm. And it, it that same people, the, the difference was not following the hard-earned lessons, the success principles I learned the first time around, and not having that passion and that consistency and that purpose and solving a problem that I was passionate about that's when everything went the other way, uh, the wrong way. And, uh, you know, uh, as hard as it is for me to say, I deserved it because that's uh, what I was uh, putting out there or not putting out there as, as the case may be. That's, uh, appreciate, appreciate you sharing that because that's, uh, that must have been a hard, a hard time for sure. I noticed uh, in your chapter in the, in the book that was just released, uh, you did a very good job. I really, really, really enjoyed reading your chapter because it was had all 17 principles and they were all very concise and descriptive. And I, I just enjoyed it very much. And I would encourage uh, anyone listening to uh, to get to get the uh, the Kindle version or the, the paperback will be out soon uh, and, and 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 read your chapter because that was very good. Well, uh, thank you. And, and you know, Gary, it's it's not just me. Uh, it's yourself. It's really all 16 entrepreneurs who took some time out and, and shared their story in the book. One thing I, I hear from people is, well, Jeffrey, yeah, that's great that you were able to do that. But you know what? Uh, I'm not uh, smart enough or I don't have enough money or I don't have the right education or I don't have the right background. And the list goes on and on and on of all the reasons why someone thinks it can't be done. Mm-hmm. What I really like about the the book and, and all of our co-authors, and, and we're just very uh, fortunate to be in such a great company, really at the end of the day, we're all regular people. We're no different than anybody mm-hmm. else. True. We all started, We no, no one started with uh, a head start. And in fact, most of us, if not all of us, started uh, with so many things working against us. Mm-hmm. So if we can do it, and it's not just one here or one there, if all 16 of us could do it, for those of you that are listening in, you can do it too. And, and there's no reason why you can't do it. And if nothing else, let this book be an inspiration for you to see what regular people were able to do by applying a positive mental attitude and all the success principles that go into it. You were talking a minute ago about how the two different companies that you, uh, the first one and then the second one that you created. And I mm-hmm. noticed, I noticed in your bio, your, I guess your, motto or is uh, your success my obsession that now there's no ego in that and there's no greed in that that is to me that's a pure a pure truth uh it's it's pure purpose um how did you come up with that where did you find that within you how did you find that a great question, and it's something I thought a lot about. I, you know, 
all of us are, are different and we all have different backgrounds and, and different beliefs. And I respect all of that for, for myself. Uh, I, I have my faith and I'm spiritual and, and I have my beliefs. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll just throw this out there. When, when I looked back at my life, all the mess ups, all, all the mistakes, all the things that should have happened, all the really stupid things that, that I had done came from me. When I looked at the success that I was able to uh, be a part of, all the good things, the, the difference that, that I could make, uh, all the even when I look at some of the things that I write and I look back at that, I'm like, where did that come from? And it, it's so apparent to me that it, it was coming from a higher source. And whatever you want to call it and whatever, whatever your beliefs are, that, that's, that, that's great. Uh, but for me, I, I know what that's all about and, and where it was coming from. And, and so for myself, when I dug really deep inside, I said, okay, I've been blessed with gifts like everyone else. What are my gifts? And when I thought about it from when I was little, little, when I was just a young boy, I, I was always fascinated with helping people and helping them achieve their goals. And I've been fascinated with success. And then you tie into that, uh, the education of that and, and technology and, and all those things. And, and I realized, wow, you know, I've just been able to channel education and technology and my desire to help people. And that's really where it came from. I'm really all about your success and everything that I do. If you're successful, if you're achieving what you're here to achieve and as a result of that, you're now changing lives and you're making things for the better, then very directly, I'm successful because of that. And I'm not talking monetarily. Yes, that, that comes along with it. But the satisfaction that comes along with helping somebody and seeing them rise to new levels because I've been able to mentor them or coach them or educate them on, mm -hmm. on any number of things. Mm -hmm. To me, right there, that's uh, that's the, the, the fuel for my engine that keeps me going. That gets me out of bed every day of, okay, how can I be of service? Who can I help? What can I do? And that's what makes all the difference for me. Wow. Very well said. Very, very well said. Well, how can people find you? My success hub, my community is at my website, jeffreyfeldberg.com. And come there, check it out. Uh, hopefully you'll like what you see. I encourage you to sign up on my mailing list. And in there, you'll have your weekly wisdom email where I share things just within our community that I don't share anywhere else. Different success tips that I've learned along the way, different failures that happened that week that I'm passing lessons along with, or just really interesting success hacks or leadership lessons that go along with that. And then, of course, you have my blog uh, that comes from there. And, and everything that is emanating from my website, I'll then go and share on all the different social media channels. And it's my way of giving back. Uh, perhaps I can get you inspired with quotes and you can go on Instagram and see my daily quotes that I put out every day. Or if you want to have just a, a little pick me up, you can check out Twitter where I'm putting out tweets of not just my work, but uh, work and research done in, in the area. But come to jeffreyfelberg.com and that is what will begin your success journey. And drop me a line, say hello, let's have some fun together and, and get you to your goal. Awesome, awesome. And you're actually in two books, right? Two Journey to Success books? I, I am fortunate to be in uh, two Journey to Success books and, and just had um, the, the best time with each of them and very uh, humbled 
to be in such great company in both books. What was the uh, the name of the other book you were in? Uh, it was Journeys to Success uh, number five that uh, that I was in, uh, where very similarly we were just sharing our uh, success journeys uh, along the way. So similar to the the positive mental attitude, but but different uh, as well. Just a little uh, little different nuances, little tweaks. Yeah. So Tom now I think is working on his tenth journey to success book. Am I correct on that? Uh, you know, I lost track. He He's so amazing at what he does. <laughs> yes. And he's able just to go out in the marketplace and, and find such incredible people that he he's able to bring in and get their stories done and talk about a blessing and, and a gift at the same time. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's something else. He's definitely been a blessing to me. And uh, he, he uh, he's one of my coaches. And he's an excellent coach, and I would encourage anyone that's uh, listening to this to give him a call and um, see if uh, if there's a connection there. Maybe there would be. Hopefully, people will reach out to you as well. You, you have uh, awesome materials. I've looked at them myself, and you're, like I said, your the chapter in the book was outstanding. And uh, Jeffrey, it's been an honor and a privilege to uh, talk with you today and to get to know you a little bit. I've, I've been truly blessed by this conversation. I know the listeners will be as well. So thanks again. And I'm glad Tom allowed me to do this. This has been a real treat. Oh, Gary, that really the, the pleasure has been mine. And I've enjoyed as a fellow author getting to know you through, uh, through the process and your story. And I wish you continued success and congratulate you on, on what you've done. And here's to the best that's yet to come. Here's to the best that's yet to come. All right. All right, so that is uh, wraps it up for today, and uh, maybe next week Tom will be back. In the meantime, all the success to all of you listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at TomTooTall.com for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.